The Stolen Maniple Podcast is a production of St. Augustine of Canterbury Church, a Roman Catholic community of the personal ordinariate of the Chair of St. Peter, serving San Diego County, California. This episode features Deacon Keith Way. Good morning, and before I start into the homily today, happy Father's Day to all those who are here, and thank you for joining us. We have the luxury of four Gospels, which all shed different light on the life of Christ and his teachings, and many of these teachings and stories appear in more than one Gospel. Today's reading just happens to be the only miracle of Christ, with the exception of the resurrection, which actually appears in all four. Theologians and scholars have been discussing this for centuries, but Father told me to keep it short so you don't have to buckle in, and we're not going to be here for hours discussing it. We are going to keep things a little brief. But as we do go through today and think about the reading, I want you to keep something in mind. Our inadequacies make his sufficiency. In today's reading, Christ feeds 5,000 people with five loaves of barley bread and two small fish. Let's take a look at this for a moment. Again, this is the only place in the Bible where Christ actually asks for advice. First, Christ turns to Philip to discuss buying bread, but he notes, Philip does, that they have no money. And John, when he tells of this story, he says that Christ does this to test the disciples. For Christ could have made bread from a stone. He didn't need to buy it. Andrew piped in that there was a small lad with five barley loaves and two small fish. And I'm sure when they looked at 5,000 people and Andrew had piped in with this, they all got a great chuckle. 5,000 people, a couple loaves of barley bread and fish, like that's going to happen. Christ actually did not rebuke either but then asked the disciples to have everyone sit down in small groups. Now we also know from the Gospel of John that the loaves of fish and bread come from the basket of a small boy. It was his lunch. In barley loaves, it's quite an unusual thing to think about. You see, in those days, barley was meant to feed animals, not people. Wheat bread was shared at mass. Barley was for animals but he had barley loaves. And the two fish, when we look at the Latin translation from John again, actually translates more to the equivalent of a fish relish, something that might be spread on these pieces of bread that are made from sardines or anchovies. This was the lunch of the poorest amongst the poorest. Imagine the surprise of the boy when Jesus picks his meal to share. Our inadequacies are his sufficiencies. The boy could have held back. Would you have? If this was your food and you had very little, would you have offered it up? How would you have felt about the shame of being that poor or having so little, or the idea that what you had was not worthy to feed others? We've all had these moments in our lives. And I'm sure these thoughts ran through the boy's mind 
and looked at the judgment of others and how they may look and judge him. Each of us deals with this, especially with the judgment that can come from others when we surrender to our Catholic faith. But the boy stepped up freely and offered it to Christ in an act of faith. And if you think about it, faith in the Latin translation is not a noun, it's a verb. It's something you do. As the story goes on, the 5,000 are all fed and they have their fill. And at the end of the meal, something spectacular happens. Christ asks the disciples to gather up all the leftover fragments. Why is this even mentioned? Think about it. When you go home from church, do you all discuss about the cleanup and how you all put the chairs away? Or the tents came down? None of us do this. So why is it so important to discuss the cleanup? I'm sure there are many lessons we can learn from that. But again, we need to discuss the worth of the fragments and that nothing goes to waste. Not even from the poorest of meals. Not even from all of us. For it has a value to Christ. Look at it in this way. I don't know any person that hasn't broken a glass nor the discouragement that we all share or feel when we look at its shards scattered on the floor before us. No matter how we try, we can't repair the glass, so it is often thrown away or replaced. In some cases, an artist, someone who's rather skilled, might create something beautiful like a stained glass window, and the images can strike us with awe, and as the shite, the light shines through those colored patterns, they dance all over our sacred place adding wonder and beauty. But in all actuality, we can't put Humpty Dumpty back together again, not correctly, not without its cracks, not without missing little bits and pieces, and not at the whole revealing all of its brokenness. It's just not gonna happen. But yet, that's exactly what we do. We break and crack through sin, we suffer our brokenness, only because we try to put ourselves back together. We don't give that to Christ to put back together, but our Lord can make us whole again. We are at our most broken. Shards of scatteredness everywhere, depression, addiction, shame, despair, mourning. He gathers up our fragments. He is concerned with every minute bit of our lives. It's all precious to him. And no matter how invaluable we think it is, our state of inadequacy, which leads to things like mass shootings, become his sufficiency as he leads us to healing and to eternal life. All we need to do for this is look beyond our shame, look beyond our brokenness, look beyond our understanding, have faith in our Lord, and offer up our inadequacies, and in so doing, we will be marveled by his sufficiency. Thank you for listening to the Stolen Maniple podcast. For more information on our church and upcoming events, please visit Augustine of Canterbury.org, and don't forget to subscribe to hear future episodes.